On this episode of the Best of Bias podcast, you got me talking about pop culture topics from the last couple of weeks. Um, we've been in kind of a lull this last week. Not much stuff happened in pop culture or in any of the major sports. I mean, baseball's in full swing, basketball's over, football doesn't start for a couple of months. Fantasy doesn't get in full swing for another month or so, unless you guys started hella early. But um, I got some topics for you, you know what I'm saying? There's some tragedies that actually happened on the 4th of July I want to get into and talk about with you guys. Um, there's some Marvel stuff that I want to talk to you guys about. Um, a little bit of sports corner, you know how to get into the sports. And there's a giant snail invasion in florida i know you guys want to hear about that too so it's the best of bias podcast it might not be the longest podcast ever but i got some topics for you you know to wet your whistle you know what i mean for this friday um hope you enjoyed you know well hope you're happy that the week's over you know what i'm saying pop this podcast in if you listen to it before work you're almost there a couple more hours and then you can listen to this podcast again or do something else but uh listen there'll be some good music out by the time you're off work too or by the time you started the day too uh burning boy dropped uh brent fires dropped listen to that a little bit so i got some reviews in the podcast for you as well so stick around this episode's gonna be loaded but short at the same time but you know what i got you it's the best of bias podcast light out and narrow enjoy it it's the best uh best of bias you need to hear for Try us from pop culture to the movies to United. It's the best, uh, best of bias. Your best of bias. It's the best of bias. You are now listening to the best of bias podcast with Lydell De Niro and Hugo Twilight. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Light Delta Nero. And, oh, man, it is a Friday. Aren't you guys happy, man? Happy to be off work. Happy to be, well, to the end of the week, if you listen to this before work, which I highly do recommend, it can get you through your day, you know what I'm saying? But either way, I'm just trying to get the happiness into your life. It's Friday. You listen to the Best of Bias podcast. You got Light Delta Nero on your screen if you're watching. So, you know, what could be... what? What better could happen on your Friday than enlighten you to make you happy? You know what I'm saying? It's the best to buy this podcast. Um, shoot, man. I'm sorry we have to start off somber. I know I always talk about the somberness of some of these topics, but pop culture nowadays has a lot of somberness to it. Um, America right now is, is, is going nuts, man. I wish there was more positive to talk about than negative, and I'm sure there is, but that's not how the media portrays it. You know what I mean? So I'm just reporting what I'm given. And starting with, oh, man. Over there in Highland Park, Illinois, um, there was a shooting, man. Another mass shooting by a young, a young man with the, I don't know, I, I don't, I don't want to call him a young man, give him the benefit of the doubt, make him sound like sympathetic or anything like that. But these young people that are getting these rifles so easily, it's just kind of wild to me. Another person standing on top of a building out there in Illinois was shooting down at a 4th of July parade. People couldn't even enjoy 4th of July. Um, this man was standing on top of the building and he shot down at people injuring like 30 plus people killing about seven of them. Um, and, you know, he actually got away for a minute. It took him like a little while to get caught. And after he got caught, he did admit that he was going to contemplating going to Wisconsin to pull off another shooting. Um, and then he's another one of these guys. His name is uh, Robert Cremo the third. It's kind of crazy because um, his dad, it was actually a politician that tried to run for mayor of Florida, which is kind of nuts to know that, in his own home, he has shit like that going on, but he's trying to run a, a state uh, shit and trying to run, possibly make, you know, laws that 
fucking change the country. It's, it's nuts. But anyways, back to this this crazy person. Uh, yeah, he took a rifle and just shot uh, like 70 rounds down into the crowd and ended up killing seven people. Um, once he got arrested, this was kind of swift. And as far as the, the you know, the, the ruling and the verdict for his, he got uh, um, accused and found guilty of seven counts of first degree murder. So they're throwing him under the jail. I don't know if they out there in Illinois, they believe in the death penalty, but he went out there and killed seven people, injured 32 with the intent to kill more. Um, if that doesn't warrant the death penalty, I don't know what does. I don't, you know, I'm not for taking people's lives or anything, but if you just have people just come, going out there and shooting people with no remorse and just having them sit in jail, you know, feeding them and treating them like a, a regular citizen that's in jail. No, I don't think so. I don't think a person that goes and kills seven people should be treated the same as somebody that caught, you know, selling weed or caught with a bag of weed in a state that that doesn't allow weed or some shit like that. It's like, come on, bro. Like these people have manifestos and online trails of stuff that they plan to do and stuff that they believe in that, they could have been caught a long time ago. Like they even said that the man even went and passed his, his screening for, to get the rifle, you know what I'm saying? At the gun shop, like it needs to be a lot harder for people to get these guns and be able to have access to these weapons, especially people that are men aren't mentally stable. Um, yeah. He went by the name of like wake the rapper or some woke the rapper or some bullshit like that. And he would go and just make hella crazy ass videos about killing people. Um, he even had a video of him doing some crazy shit in the school. It's like, what the fuck is going on in society today that makes people just keep doing these kind of things. You know what I mean? It's like 4th of July parades, kids, schools, places that we find sacred. It's just like, how are we going to be, how do we, are we supposed to feel protected as Americans if we can't even go to places that are supposed to be sacred and live our regular lives without being harmed? Like even in Philadelphia, I think it was uh, Ben Franklin Parkway, there's a fireworks display on 4th of July and two cops got shot by an active shooter. It was all over Twitter. Um, people running all over the place out there in Philly, running for their lives while the, the fireworks were going off. It was a crazy display. If you guys haven't seen it, check it out on twitter it's just things are going crazy man and it's 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 just, it's just causing such a fray in society right now it's like people don't know if it's real people are saying that people from the right wing are saying that it was it's just a setup and people were killed in order for the democrats to show that republicans are for guns you know for guns and democrats are trying to take the guns away but the Republicans want this stuff to keep happening. And then the Republican side saying this is all for show. And it's just desensitizing the world in, in general, man. It's just like, come on now, this is more serious than the bickering over, oh, you can have guns and who can't have guns. Come on now, if people are dying. There has to, we're just asking for more strict laws to be put in place to, to make it so that people aren't, you know, at least lessen the percentage of these mass shootings happening. Um, we know possibly taking guns away from people or making it a little more stringent for people to get guns. Uh, you know, the pushback is how are we supposed to protect our family? What if bad people get guns? We don't have access to guns and they just kind of try to take shit over with like that. I think that's just also a conspiracy theory. I mean, I understand protecting your family to an extent, but you don't have to have a full artillery at your house. You know what I'm saying? Where your kid can just learn, grow up learning how to use the weapon. And then one day he gets bullied at school. And instead of talking to an adult about it, he just goes, gets the M16 or the, or the strap out of the, out of the closet because he knows the code and just goes shoots up the school and he just throws his life away at a young age over something that 
this could have been taught a little bit better because I feel like the onus doesn't really go on the parents of these people. It just goes and just, oh, like this kid, uh, he's mentally unstable and he did this and he did that. And it's nobody's fault but their own. And it's kind of crazy. Sometimes they try to make it seem like it's not even the kid's fault. Like he was possessed by an evil spirit and he did this and it's not him. And he's so young that, well, only for the white people. Um, it's just kind of crazy how these mass shooters always get taken alive and then black people get shot um, for for nothing. Um, there was, excuse me for not knowing his name, I should look it up and uh, get his name, but a young black man was shot 90 times, riddled with bullets o- over a traffic stop where there was no, he didn't have a weapon, he was unarmed and the cops were so ready to unload on a young black man uh, for no reason, for no reason, for just thinking they have maybe stolen a car or a mistaken identity. They have the right to just unload a bunch of clips, reload the clips and shoot at somebody. But somebody that takes the lives of little kids or goes and shoots at a Fourth of July parade uh, deserves to be taken in calmly and, 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 and fucking respectfully, just so people can read up on a story and make them a celebrity in the in, in the news. Like, fuck that. It's kind of after a while, it's just like, come on now. Is this really a big ploy to get America riled up? Um, I hear people out here plotting civil wars and shit off this bullshit. So, I mean, it's way too crazy. I feel people, old, old, old white folks. I want I don't want to have to go there, but old white folks that are, are so used to the rules being how they were and to protect their way of life that they're not even looking at society and how it's affecting actually everybody in the world. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just crazy how we have to see this shit every day. Um, you know, I trend, I mean, I'm trend. I, I kind of like, Go go through social media and the internet to find these topics for you guys. You know, you know what I'm saying? And the first thing that's trending on Twitter is always another mass shooting, another mass shooting. It's like a race to get that shit out, just to get the clicks and get the notoriety when it's like, this shit is real, man. People dying and losing their lives is not no fucking clickbait type shit that you need to race and get the story out. It's just, just hearing this shit every day is just so frustrating, man. Either a rapper is getting shot or there's a mass shooting. It's like, come on, bro. Something has to give. Something has to give. And let me just get off this before I get too upset, because as you can tell, I'm getting riled up. If you're audio listeners, man, you can hear it in my voice. If you're visual listeners watching on YouTube, you see it in my face. I'm tired of this shit, man. I'm tired of reporting on it every week, but and my battery's low. Let me get that shit off there. I'm trying to show you all my battery low. Uh, moving on a little bit here, rapid fire topics. Uh, phase four, man. Phase four for Marvel. Uh, Kevin Feige has some work to do. Um, phase four hasn't been hitting like uh, the other phases have been hitting. Um, after uh, Endgame, a lot of the movies that have been coming out have been kind of hit or miss. Um, Rotten Tomatoes, kind of the higher, you know, movie raters that we kind of stand by out here in the media. Um, we kind of look to them to, you know, get their audience score and the tomato rating just to see if the movie is legit or not. Um, usually we're used to these Marvel movies getting like a hundred percent, 90% and shit like that. And that's how you knew they were the uh, model standard for movies that were coming out right now. You know what I mean? Uh, especially in the summer during the um, cinematic boom, you know what I'm saying? In the summer. Uh, that's where the blockbusters come out. That's when all the good movies come out. It just seems that the phase four movies didn't really do too well. Um, um, let's start with Eternals. Had a 47% on the Rotten Tomatoes meter. Um, they had Doctor Strange uh, in the Multiverse of Madness. Only got a 74% rating. We had Thor um, that's coming out now or coming out Friday. Would be out today if the um, if you guys are listening. I mean, I only got a 69% rating. I haven't seen it yet. Maybe it'll go out when it comes out to the rest of the world um, and more people see it. But right now I got a 69%. Black Widow got 79%. Um, the only really two really well-performing movies of Phase 4 have been Spider-Man No Way Home with a 93% tomato rating and Shang-Chi, uh, Shang-Chi with a 91% tomato rating. 
So ah, people are kind of on shaky grounds now with Marvel. Um, some of the Disney Plus shows kind of have fallen off after Loki, man. Um, I enjoyed, um, what was the show after, uh, before Miss Marvel that we were reviewing? I kind of forgot. But Miss Marvel, ah, like I said, I'm not really um, fully immersed in it yet i kind of feel like they're more so kind of like just trying to touch on the pakistani culture and they're doing a good job of that don't get me wrong but it's like i want to see powers i want to see uh you know how kamala khan is going to be ingratiated into the avengers into the mcu but more so they're doing backstory a lot of like uh flashbacks um the people in the show they're cool but they're not as intense as the other people like power wise the gins and stuff that they're supposed to be the antagonists of the show Fuck, why is everybody fucking driving hella fast down the street right now? Um, yeah, they're just not too big of antagonists to me. They're they're just kind of like there. I don't know. They I don't know. They're just kind of there. We're I'm still in the middle. I, I don't know how many episodes it's supposed to be. It might it has to be eight, because I know we're at episode five, and I can't even tell where the fuck we are and what's going on. So yeah, uh, She-Hulk's the next one on deck. So, and that's supposed to be like an Ally McBeal kind of lawyer type comedy show. So I don't know how good that's actually going to be. Um, but, you know, Phase 5 will be announced at um, the San Diego Comic-Con, which is, I think, in a couple of weeks, July 21st through 24th. So they could have a lot of good announcements that puts Phase 5 back on the map. I know Marvel's not really going anywhere, but based on those rankings and ratings from Rotten Tomatoes, uh, Phase 5 has a lot of work to do. Um, and hopefully some of the announcements they do make at Comic-Con are some as follows. Hopefully Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever, we actually get to see a trailer or get to know what's going to happen as far as T'Challa's replacement or they're going to have uh, Shuri go and become the Black Panther for a little while until they recast him. Um, I'm not too sure exactly what they're going to do with that. Uh, we still got the Thunderbolts that's uh, rumored to be um, coming out, which is a team um, kind of like the Suicide Squad. Um, Marvel's version of the Suicide Squad, which is going to come out. It has a lot of cool characters in it. Um, I think, to name a few, um, U.S. agents in there, uh, Nemo's in there, oh, Captain Zemo, uh, whatever his name is. You see the Funko Pop back there. Uh, I know Abomination is in it. Uh, Red Hulk is in there. Um, there's a whole bunch. I think Bullseye might be in there. So there might be a lot of guys in there that can show some really cool shit and be an actually improved version of the Suicide Squad. So maybe that gets announced. Guardian Ga Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Um, of course, that preview may come out because we did get Thor this or today. And based on the after, you know, the end credit scenes, there could be some tie-ins to that. Um, the Marvels, they pushed that back. It's going to be um, Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, and uh, Photon, Monica Rambeau um fantastic four is rumored to come out in blade so hopefully one of these gets talked about so we can get that rating back up for phase five and we can get excited again because these phase four movies only to me spider-man i like dr strange a lot after the first couple of watches i'm hoping thor is a smash because i love uh, ragnarok shang chi uh was dope it just kind of went a lot of places for me um i have to watch it again actually i should watch that shit again um but i'm a marvel head till i die anyway so i ain't really tripping about it i'm gonna watch regardless and i'm gonna review it for you guys i'm gonna be there to let you know if it's good or if it's bad so whether it's good or if it's bad i'm gonna see it i'm gonna watch it i'm gonna let y'all know um but yeah and while we we're on the marvel kind of disney plateau um it's crazy because mickey mouse the copyright is ending 
Um, I think after this year, after 95 years of Mickey Mouse being the trademark for Disney. So I don't know if it's, Mickey Mouse is going to go anywhere. I don't know if they're going to re-up with the person who drew it. I don't know how that works, but wouldn't it be crazy if Mickey Mouse just walked away from Disney and ended up somewhere with WB or some weird shit like that? <laughs> that would be crazy. But Mickey Mouse, sign your papers, extend your contract, don't become a free agent. Um, Cause I'm sure you got a no trade clause anyways. So stay where you at young man. And man, let's seamlessly move into sports. Um, so if you guys watch or, you know, watch ESPN, watch Fox Sports, watch any of that kind of shit, you're hearing about UCLA and USC moving conferences from the Pac-12 to the Big Ten. Um, this movement actually really started like last year, I want uh, last year, I want to say, or in the last college football season, when Texas and Oklahoma moved from the Big 12 to um to the sec which kind of opened eyes to a lot of other schools who could get a lot more exposure for being on these other you know being in these big ass conferences that get most of the tv time sec with the alabamas lsu's florida's um arkansas texas a&m all these big big name schools tennessee all these uh prestigious down south schools they're on tv all the time every game no matter who it is they get all the tv time and then big 10 ohio state michigan michigan state uh those kind those guys uh wisconsin those kind of guys get a lot of eyes as well and down the ladder pac-12 gets a lot of looks on the uh, west coast because there are a lot of west coast teams me being an oregon fan as you know watch a lot of pac-12 football but seeing usc and uh ucla ucla decide to move um Kind of, they took a lot of TV with them because USC and UCLA are really um, LA based, of course, um, and Fox Sports and Fox in general covers them a lot. Um, so I still think they will continue to, but as they move to the Big Ten, they'll have more exposure on that side as well, playing the Big, team, Big Ten teams and get them playing against like the Michigans, Ohio States and shit like that. And that'll bring big ratings because last year, one of the top 12 games, number 11 was Oregon versus Ohio State. So no matter who you know, is playing Ohio State. If it's a power from a big, a big name power from another conference, everybody's going to tune into it. So if you put big names like UCLA and USC over there, um, people are going to watch. Um, right now, the Pac-12 actually is in shambles. I'm a big Pac-12 guy, so I'm kind of worried about it, man. Uh, it's kind of it's going to be kind of weird to like run the Pac-12 like we usually do. Uh, Utah has gotten us the last couple of years, maybe Washington once or twice, but it's going to be kind of weird not having USC and UCLA um, to play against. Uh, maybe in the Pac-12 championship. We just changed the format to where we would get to play them more or probably possibly get to play them more than we usually do. Uh, but since they decided to, you know, bounce out, it's going to change the whole landscape of it. So the best team we can actually beat in our conference is Utah, maybe Washington, which we traditionally beat all the time. And getting Dan Lanning in this crazy-ass 22 and 23 recruiting class we're getting right now um, – we need a national showcase to show off our, you know, pretty new toys. You know what I'm saying? With this NIL and Phil Knight being able to pay the players to get over here, um, we're going to need to be playing against good competition to be able to be qualified for the national championship. So right now, Oregon is trying to take Washington, Stanford, and what other, uh, whatever other powers in the Pac-12 we can to look kind of like, uh, look good to move over into another conference. Uh, we are, I think, most likely going to move into the Big 12 to replace uh, Ohio State, I mean, excuse me, Oklahoma, and uh, Texas, 
um, bring a couple of teams over there to make the Big 12, you know, kind of bigger again. Um, there's Kansas State over there still. You got the Baylors of the world over there still. So there's some big schools over there still, but you add Oregon, a lot of the Pac-12 schools. It will bring a lot of notoriety back to the Pac, uh, Big 12 that left with Oklahoma and Texas. I'm sure that maybe some Big 12 teams will leave, but the addition of some of the teams that we have going over there will help a lot. And uh, yeah, I like that a lot. I like the fact that we can be independent, possibly, or we can be the big fish in a small pond, which is, uh, you know, the Pac-12, Pac-10 now. But hopefully we make some good choices um, this year. We'll probably I think they're still here. I think they're leaving in 2024. So we still get that, you know, play them in this format this year. But coming up a little down the road. They will depart and we will have to play some new people. And I think that's good for us because we are in the running for the highest rated quarterback that we ever really was able to sign before. And that's uh, Dante Manning um, out of Michigan, number one quarterback out of Michigan, number four recruit uh, in 2023, um, number four quarterback recruit, recruit out of 2023 class. I know Texas got the number one quarterback, Arch Manning, but we got him and the number one running back out of that cycle, Bryce Young, not Bryce Young. I think his name is Bryce Young. Last name is Young. But I don't know his first name. I think it's Bryce. But, uh, yeah, his top three are Alabama, Georgia, and Oregon. And I think he's a package deal with Dante Moore. And I think they might both uh, announce on Friday, which will put us in maybe, I would say, top 10, top five of the 2023 cycle of recruiting. So, man, we're making some moves. We just signed Caleb Presley, uh, another four-star, highest cornerback recruit that we've ever had. So it's getting kind of crazy. It's getting kind of crazy out here. And I'm pretty excited to say – that Oregon is making some moves. And after last year and the year before is debacles of, you know, the COVID season, shortened seasons, and then the Anthony Brown season, I'm ready to see what we got this year with Bo Nix. I'm giving him a chance, even though Bo Nix beat us a couple of years ago when we could have made the college football playoffs, sick bastard. But hopefully he's, he's on the, you know, he's repping that green and yellow now. So hopefully he can do some things and put us back on the map and get us back there um, to where we want to go. Because we were in the first college football playoff. Don't forget that. You know, Marcus Mariota was there. We beat uh, Florida State to get there. So don't, 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 you know, don't do us like that. Don't do that to us. You know what I'm saying? Um, It's moving on into sports, but um, the the state of Pac-12, I mean, the state of college football right now is just getting crazy with NIL and everybody doing all this moving stuff to make like two big super conferences. But um, I don't think it's going to happen for a couple of years. Y'all hear a lot about it, um, you know, as time goes on and before football and stuff starts, NFL football. You know, you'll hear a lot about that. And college football is going to be starting to hear pretty soon. Um, we got a couple of months till NFL. So, yeah, get excited, everybody. Get excited. You know, get ready for them ducks because we going to the natty. You know what I'm saying? Especially when Dante Moore signed. Next, let's move into Baker Mayfield. Some brand new news here. Um, just real quick, Baker Mayfield got traded finally. He got traded to the Carolina Panthers for a conditional fifth round pick. It's conditional because based on how much he plays and how, how good he does on the field, it could turn into a fourth round pick. But me personally, it's kind of cool for me because that just gives us some further uh, confidence that the Buccaneers can probably win that division. Um, the quarterbacks that are starting against Tom Brady this year in the NFC South are going to be Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, my guy. And, uh, and you got a freaking Baker Mayfield or Sam Darnold starting for the Carolina Panthers, which is kind of crazy um, because, you know, Marcus Mariota is my guy from Oregon. We drafted Jameis Winston, number one. Marcus Mariota went number two. Jameis, oh, uh, I think Baker went number one, too. So you got a whole bunch of number one, number two picks in our division, but they didn't really pan out to be as great as they should have been. So we'll see what happens. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know. It's funny because Robbie Anderson um, tweeted when the idea was broached of, 
Baker Mayfield getting traded to the Panthers, he, he tweeted out, no, or some weird, weird shit like that. But now he has to play with them, so it's going to be kind of awkward. But who knows, man? I like Sam Darnold, man, uh, coming in. I had a lot of faith in him, but the last couple of years have been kind of crazy. I don't know what Cam Newton's doing right now. Hopefully he can get signed somewhere. Hopefully he's in the lab working out. Um, but the football season's coming up, man. Baker Mayfield's a Panther. Him, Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore. Uh, who else they got? Um, they got dude from LSU last year. What's his fucking name? I try to be trade. I try to trade for him all the time in Madden, but I forgot his name. Um, Robbie Anderson, of course. Um, and their defense was coming on uh, last year pretty strong. Um, they got J.C. Horn coming back. I think he got injured last year. Brian Burns, of course, was doing some stuff. Hassan Riddick, I think they signed. So they got a nice little squad. You know what I'm saying? They're all young. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think there's it's their, their their time. Excuse me. Goddamn. Their time yet. But I think it is um, the Buccaneers' time to solidify this uh, division for the next couple of years. Uh, first, we got to start by beating the goddamn Saints twice because fuck them motherfuckers. Um, they beat us twice last year. Uh, I think they might have beaten us twice the year before when we won the Super Super Bowl, so they think they got our number, but you know what I'm saying you guys are starting Jameis, so y'all gonna see what I, it's kind of crazy to me to see the flip in the the feelings of Jameis Winston. Everybody was talking so much shit when he was on the Buccaneers, but now that he's a saint, he's everybody's favorite fucking quarterback. I don't know, I don't get it. I, I don't get it. They talk so much shit. Maybe this, maybe this, they just be hating on me. I don't know because they know I'm the only Buccaneers fan. They be trying to get under my skin, but it's Bucks life forever. Fuck that. I don't care, man. Anyways, moving on to basketball. You know what I'm saying? It's not much on this episode, so you know what I'm saying? Um, we're going to move on pretty quick. KD, Kyrie news. Um, man, uh, after free agency, after everybody kind of signed back to their original teams, there's a little bit of movement, but not too much. I already told you, already told you guys about the, um, the Nuggets pickups, DeAndre Jordan. We traded for KCP, and we got Bowen from um, – uh, Bowen from the freaking Nets, uh, 24-year-old defensive player, you know what I'm saying? But not much really happened. Um, we had some people change the team. The Celtics got uh, Malcolm Brogdon for uh, pennies on the dollar. <laughs> That's pretty nuts. Um, Zach Levine signed back. Bradley Beal signed back. Jokic signed back. So nothing really big happened as of yet. We're still waiting to see what um, some kind of utility pieces uh, do or what some trades still might happen. I hear a lot about Buddy Hill possibly being traded um also fucking what's uh miles turner um i heard john collins all these people and it's kind of quieted down since free agency kind of came and went but i'm sure these trades the season doesn't start till october so i'm still still think there's trades being uh you know they're in the works uh they're just trying to get the contract numbers worked out by just kind of sitting still for a while or little trades that some teams did make could have been like contract straighteners just to get something else going. I'm expecting to see some really big three-team trades to happen, um, especially with KD and Kyrie uh, wanting trades from the Brooklyn Nets. But I don't really know where they're going to go because they're asking for a King's ransom back for um, KD or Kyrie. Rudy, Rudy Gobert kind of fucked that up by getting like five first-round picks and a couple of players for him to go to uh, Minnesota Timberwolves, which was crazy in itself. So trying to get KD, who's like a 10 times better player, is going to cost a whole bunch. So I don't know where he's possibly going to go. People are saying he's talking to the Warriors and they're okay with the reunion or some shit like that, but it wouldn't even work out for them because if they want all those players, I think the players they're asking for, Kaminga, Jordan Poole, Andrew Wiggins, and Wiseman, <laughs> for KD and maybe some picks, maybe a first round pick or some shit like that, pick swaps. 
that would be ridiculous just to get KD back on the team. The team will be gutted. And if any of them get hurt or any of them just age out and just lose it all of a sudden, then all your young core will be gone. I don't see anywhere that he would go that he could really just make a difference. He wants to go to a team where he wants everybody to stay, like all the stars to stay. So I don't know where he can go that's going to make a difference without taking all the stars that are on the team. If he goes to a team, if he goes to the Suns, they want Booker. You know, they want all the superstars on the team for him. So it doesn't really matter where he goes. He's going to be in the same spot as he he is in Brooklyn. So at this point, I feel like he should just stay. They signed TJ Warren. They signed uh, Royce O'Neal. They still got uh, Cam Thomas. And he was a rookie out of Auburn last year. He was pretty raw in summer league. Got some buckets and sparing minutes when uh, some players was hurt. Um, you got Joe Harris coming back. You still got Nick Claxton. Boogie Cousins is still out there. So there's stuff you can do if you want to keep them. If you keep Kyrie Irving, too, that'll be a solid team. It's just like you're burning the bridges way too early. It's like Kyrie wants to eventually make his way to the Lakers. Everybody's saying that's where he ultimately is going to end up. But it would take trading Russell Westbrook or getting somebody else out of there to make the money work, which is like, goddamn, like y'all can't just play with the players you got. Uh, Russell Westbrook was hurt last year. I mean, excuse me. Anthony Davis was hurt last year. LeBron was hurt last year. Russell Westbrook didn't really have his shit together. Give it one more year. If you guys, if it works this year, then what? You still got three superstars on your team. You know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't force anything to blow up the team. They signed Lonnie Walker. The Lakers did too. And there's some young pieces out there they can possibly sign to throw in there with AD and LeBron and Westbrook coming off the bench that can make some noise. You know what I'm saying? I know there's a lot of young teams out there that are kind of stacked uh, with, you know, two starting fives basically. But it's like, come on now. You got LeBron, you got some superstars. I don't think Kyrie Irving, well, it's going to make a difference. I know because when they when Kyrie Irving played with LeBron on the Cavaliers, they did they did numbers. You know what I'm saying? With, with like utility pieces with them. So I feel like uh, if he was on the Lakers, he would make noise. Um, if it was him, LeBron, and AD, if they could make that happen for the rest. But I don't think Russ would, would make it on a team with uh, KD. Uh, I don't know if they want to be together anymore. So if they made that trade, KD would probably want out even more. So I think they need to finesse it. They probably should just actually stay on the team. You know, mend the bridges. Last year was a bad year. The whole COVID situation, the whole Harden situation. You have Ben Simmons still there too. Like what? Ben Simmons, Katie, Kyrie Irving, TJ Warren, Royce O'Neal, Nick Claxton, Joe Harris, Patty Mills. Like you, uh, Cam Thomas, like I said, you still got some players. So ultimately, like I said, pick up uh, Boogie Cousins if you think, you know, if you think you need to. Um, you, That's the team right there. That's a team right there. I don't know. I, don't, I wouldn't be so quick to pack up and move. I know it's the popular thing to do right now, KD. But if you just sit back and think about it, I think you should actually just chill. Um, I think the scrutiny will be way less than I think you would actually enjoy it. You know, putting Brooklyn on your back and Brooklyn will respect that. I don't think you want to add another team to the list of people that hate you. You know what I'm saying? Especially when they be texting and asking, uh, treating you all wild, you know, taking you out of your peace and your zen. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like, hey, man, do you. But at the same time, be happy. You're making millions of dollars, but don't give the people reasons to hate or send you shit that you don't want to get or make your life any worse than it is, bro. Um, 34 years old, you almost, you know what I'm saying? I don't know when you want to retire. I don't know how many more chips you want to win before you retire, but find your peace and don't let these people stress you out. Just chill, stay. I think staying may be the best option. What you guys think out there? If you guys agree with me, go and hit that like button (laughs) or something like that. Uh, But yeah, Warriors, don't do it. the Suns, I'm hearing, may be able to do it without giving up Booker, but I don't believe it. Um, I don't know if they'll want Mikael Bridges, Cam Johnson, and 
DeAndre Ayton. I don't think they want any of that. I think they just want Devin Booker. It's like they're going to ask for the best player regardless. So I don't even want them to look at the Nuggets because this year I just want to play it out and see what MPJ and Jamal and everybody coming back is going to have to add to the team and see if we can get a little bit further in the playoffs. We made the Western Conference Finals um, fully loaded, and it just took a wild shot from AD to knock us out in game two to knock us off our, our, our rocker. So, yeah, man, I don't know what's going to happen there, but I don't think we need any more, more big rock the boat rock the boat trades with these superstars. Stay stay on the team. Um, if anything, I do want to see KD go to uh, the Blazers, even though they're in our division and we have big rivalries with the Blazers. I want I do want to see Dame Lillard get a ring somehow, not before the Nuggets though, but before his time is up. And with the play, he got, they got Jeremy Grant, um, Anthony Simons. They signed for you know hundred million dollars for four years. They locked up Nurkic. So, I mean, they putting something together, but we'll see what goes on and see if they can do something. But as of now, man, NBA is acting crazy. NFL is acting crazy. Baseball is going up right now. Whatever you guys want to do, uh, whatever. Ooh, okay. Sabrina just got an update. She went five for five from deep with 19 points in the opening half. Let's go, Sabrina. You already know what's going back there. You already see the jersey. You already know what's up. But anyways, uh, last story here. I don't know if you guys are affected by this. I don't know where you're living. I don't know where you're listening from. But in Florida, there's an invasion. I don't know if it's an invasion, but it's one. I don't know how I got there. The giant African snail has been found in Florida. And this is not a good thing. This is not a good thing at all. I mean, even though they're cool to look at, these things are known to carry um, meningitis. You know what I'm saying? Um, And they're reproductive habits are super they have like up to like 1900 eggs at a time and they're they can live in super like desolate climates and they don't have any natural predators so they just spread and kind of just eat everything and just kind of infect everything in its path so florida's kind of in a quarantine state right now not as far as like not being able to travel but they're not able to move any like soil plants um like uh compost or anything like that that may have been affected by the snails because they can spread that meningitis and it's kind of crazy like how the fuck do these big ass african snails get over here do they sneak over on cargo ships are they because i know they get killed by salt so you know what i'm saying being in salt water it'll be kind of a risky ass attempt for them so how do they get from africa to the u.s did somebody plant them here to try to overthrow our agricultural system like what the fuck is going on now is it a russian plant they out here breeding super alien slugs out here to kill our agriculture? No, I don't know. I thought that was interesting, y'all. Just a little cherry on top in the podcast. But, but that's really all I got today, man. Um, we are probably going to come back, double up with a soon podcast, another podcast really soon. Um, I know Jen wants to be back on the podcast. She flaked last week because of 4th of July. I'm just playing. I can't blame her. Everybody's supposed to be a family on 4th of July. But we do... I do say I'm going to get people on this podcast every week. So it's not just me rambling, but I I feel like sometimes y'all do like it when it's just me. You know what I'm saying? You like my speed. Y'all like my flavor. Y'all like my style. But if you like my style, let's talk about style for a little bit, huh? Best of bias merch. We got hats. We got trucker hats. We got, what else we got? Uh, Well, nothing else is really close to me. We got uh, dad hats, beanies, uh, fucking shirts, sweaters. God damn it. Come get something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, the anime shirts are coming real soon. I know you guys seen the design. I'll be posting it everywhere. But I'm trying to find um, DTG um, providers, people that do those kind of designs. Um, 
can provide. If you guys know anybody, hit me up in the DMs. Um, leave it down there in the comments because I do need direct to garment um, printers um, for my design. So whoever can help me out with that, I'll, I'll gladly hook you up with a shirt or, um, you know, some some best to buy a swag, whatever you need, um, just for that help. You know what I'm saying? Because we're trying to get this merch game going. Because if I do like something besides podcasting and giving you guys this bias is dressing, you know what I'm saying? I'll be trying to put that shit on. And if I can have my own stuff to wear, I'll wear that shit all the time. So this best to buy a swag is going to be one of a kind. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be the best podcast merch that you've ever seen. You know what I'm saying? Best podcast merch of this generation. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's my bias. That's all I can give you is my bias. But this is the point of the episode where I like to let people know where to find me at. Um, you know where to find me at, at this point. It's SAC underscore Lydell for the Instagram. Patrick underscore Lydell for the Snapchat. If you're looking for the podcast, let me let you know. You know where to find the podcast. Anywhere you find your uh, favorite podcast. Got Anchor, got Apple Podcasts, Google, uh, Google Play, Spotify, um youtube just best of bias go tell all your friends share like all the videos man i got like 70 of these bad boys if you miss any of the audio episodes go back and just look in there in the uh, youtube um you'll be able to see it see my face see all my funko pops see the setup um you never know what kind of guests or what guests are gonna pop up you know what i'm saying you might see my little puppies walking around in the back you know what i'm saying there's a lot of fun for everybody in these podcasts you know what i'm saying nobody is excluded um but yeah um let's see merch i already told you about that a website coming real soon where i can get all that easily accessible to you so you can see all the colors i got colors man i'm telling you i got colors in the bucket hats i got colors in the beanies i got colors in dad hats got colors in the trucker hats you see me wearing the trucker hats the most because i'm a sweater you know what i'm saying i need to be ventilated you know what i'm saying you can see i'm shining right now but you know uh this is something i'm passionate about man Sh uh shout out um arts by jackson um hope that's I, I need to get his name right let me look up on uh instagram right now because if i don't got this right i, I feel like i'm doing him a disservice um artist artistic jacks look him up on instagram artistic jacks if you need any work done um hit him up for inquiries man he's a great graphic designer he did uh my patches the logo for the podcast um he did the logo that's going to be on the t-shirts um and plenty more work to come check out his instagram he has great work on there great artist uh great friend great family um so check him out he's part of the best of bias family and um i'm very grateful for all he's contributed to the podcast um also shout out dank reynolds man because that that theme song you'll be hearing that theme song you'll be hearing he blessed the track you know what i'm saying he graciously gave that to us for the podcast you know what i'm saying so i don't i feel like i don't shout him out enough for that brilliant theme song for the beat for the theme song I appreciate you, brother, if you're hearing this. Um, but yeah, man, that's all. Um, short and sweet. Like I said, not much happened this week. I just wanted to update you guys on what was happening in the you know, sports world. Some stuff's moving for NFL. Um, some stuff moving for the NCAA, NBA, free agency, stuff like that. And those tragedies, man, we can't, we got to stop. We got to practice togetherness, man. Um, this country needs some healing, some mending. Um, and whatever I can do to provide love, and some happiness and some, um, you know, some distraction for the heaviness of uh, what's going on in America, what's going on in the world right now. There's still a war happening in Russia, though we seem to have forgot about that since it's not directly in the media like it was before. But it's still happening over there. Uh, lives are still being lost. So prayers out to everybody in the world right now. Everybody needs that love. And again, anybody wants to be on the podcast, hit me up, man. I'm down to have anybody on here. You got anything going? We'll talk about it. We'll bring your bias and we'll talk about some topics. So we get other people's bias besides mine. 
But for now, it's the best to buy his podcast. It's like the narrow. You already know who it is. Get you a hat and come right back to the best to buy his podcast. Where my theme song at? It's right here. It's the best, uh, best of bias. You 